Are you ready? Power. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! What we've got here is failure to communicate. I'm building an alliance. God bless the internet. Okay, let's party. It's showtime. It's time for the Alliance Guys podcast with your hosts Kevin Frazier, Jaden, DKM, and Jay Cal. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Alliance Guys podcast, a presentation of Alliance-Wrestling.com, your number one source for news and information for the National Wrestling Alliance. My name is Jay Cal, and joined with me on this Thursday evening is none other than the grumpiest man in town, Mr. D. K. M. And he's very grumpy today. And also joining us is the jewel of Jersey. I'm talking about the solar powered love machine, Mr. Jane. Jane, welcome to the show. Thank you. I love how immediately DK knew you were talking about him when you were talking about the grumpiest man alive. <laughs> you ever remember the Simpson episode? He's like, oh, you guys may be the happiest guy in town. And they handed this guy who's all smiles like, oh, not me, friends. He's talking about himself. But thanks for looking. No. 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 Man, we got some we got some friends in the chat already. I just want to say hello to some of them. I see uh, we got Jeremy here from our, our uh, the other Alliance guys. Willie's in the house. James Bell is here. Uh, Willie. Did I say Willie? Willie's in the house. Um, and let's see. And uh, Vince is in the house. So what's up, guys? Glad you're all here. If you're uh, if you're watching along, feel free to jump in in the chat. We do love hearing your guys' opinion. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the great news that happened this week uh, with Tyrus finally cashing in that lucky seven. And I know Willie Bowen saying that's not that's not good news, but it's great news because that means we have a new TV champion to crown. Uh, we're also going to talk about uh, uh, more things to deal with the NWA. Uh, in- also considering they crowned a new number one contender for the World Junior Heavyweight Championship. So we kind of have some more ideas of how the card is shaping up for the uh, always, excuse me, the uh, hard times number three. But before we get to that, we're going to talk about some dangerous adrenaline wrestling gladiators because they have an epic event for tomorrow night, September 30th, 
Uh, Jaden, I'm going to give the cue to you and let's talk about some dog pro wrestling. Yeah. You get to see dog pro wrestling and you get to see it for free. You should be paying Dr. Zirconium to go to this event just to see it. But the annual pause for the cause event that Glassboro always does, it's always for charity. It's always some kind of good cause to try to help out. It works with the, the um, Glassboro Police Department, with the canine unit. And a lot of the, everybody from the town kind of gets together. There's going to be a bouncy house, assuming it won't blow away. There's going to be pumpkin patches. And that doesn't mean patches are going to be dressed as a pumpkin. It just means you can go <laughs> play in the pumpkins. You could paint that pumpkin. And I have a feeling you could probably paint patch too if you want to. And I bet you, now that I think about it, I bet you Patch is going to try to get in the bouncy house. <laughs> but, either, but either way, you're going to see great professional wrestling action for free. The main event signed is going to be Pittman versus Glassboro as Glassboro's own Bosky, Eric Bosky. Martin, the Dangerous Adrenaline Wrestling Gladiators heavyweight champion, will take on the super heavyweight Pittmanite himself. Daredevil Dave Dollars. I like to call him Quadruple D because that's not just his nickname, that's his bra size. <laughs> you, so you're you on fire tonight. Yeah, I feel like it. That's why I'm burning up right at the moment. But um, So you're going to see that also on the action. Alpha Dog Adam Chandler. You're going to see Patch. Unfortunately, Vinny the Fixer cannot make it. He has to do some uh, family business that he doesn't want to talk about. What was that, DK? Fixing? Does he? Does the fixer need to do some fixing? He needs to do some fixing. <laughs> and uh, just, you know, Jay Bradley and um, uh, Wrecking Ball Ligursky, uh, they need to ask Vinny how to do some proper fixing. Ooh. But you're going to see the uh, patch is going to be in action. You're going to have the World Wrestling Grand Prix Heavyweight Championship on the line. As Chris Steeler will defend against a mystery opponent, you're going to see up and down great wrestling action. And again, it's free, and plus all the other things. Bring your family along, bring your your girlfriend, you bring your wife, but just don't bring them both at the same time. <laughs> and again, check out this great wrestling action, like I said, and all the other things, and support a good cause. This time is for autism awareness. Oh, so great. come on again, support a good cause, help everybody out, buy some food. Uh, do everything else you need to do and then come sit down and watch Dog Pro Wrestling. The Hurricane avoided Glassboro, New Jersey just because they know they want to have this event happening and they don't want to piss off Dr. Zirconium or Patch. Patch will probably chop the Hurricane knowing him. And I don't mean Gregory Holmes either. Hey, uh, quick question, uh, Jaden. Um, is, um, is there any kind of like a, a way for fans to donate to the, to the cause? Because uh, I don't know if I've opened up about this, but my nephew has autism and he struggles with, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, everyday kind of things. And, and he's a sweet, sweet young man and he's a you know beautiful little boy. Um, and, and it's a cause that's uh, very near and dear to my heart. Is there any way that we can make donations or anything like that? Or is there anything available for that? I don't know, honestly. I do know at the events, they're going to be auctioning off these little gift bags donated from all the different companies and stores and stuff around Glassboro, New Jersey. I know one of our sponsors, the Glassboro GNC, they've actually donated a very hefty little basket so you guys can uh, put money in and, and try to win. Um, I could see about something, and if after the event, maybe I'll tell them every guys next week so we can, if you still want to do donations. 
I can see where I can find what the donation link is. But I know at the events, there's ways you can uh, help the causes. And like I said, this all goes to help autism awareness. It's a great, uh, my thing, a great uh, charity to try to help. So I'm very looking forward to doing what we can. Believe it or not, I'm not 100% evil. I do have a little bit of good in me. I hate it, and I have to figure a way to get rid of it. But for now, you know, and I know Dr. Zirconium, he is a really, really good person. Everybody on this card is a really good person except for Daredevil Dave Dahl. <laughs> uh, that's fair. You can argue that. Yeah. If you and met him, others- you, you, would, you would argue for it. And then, uh, and then next week we'll talk about some of the upcoming events that are happening with the World Wrestling Grand Prix and the Dangerous Adrenaline Wrestling Gladiators. We know that there's uh, multiple events that are coming up in the month of October, so uh, we can't wait to talk about that next week, uh, Jay. Yes, and I'll have some uh, announcements for next week about different matches that are signed for the World Wrestling Grand Prix Championship. It's whoever is the champion after tomorrow. I'll have some announcements for that next week. And I will also tell you about other upcoming things, both Dangerous Adrenaline Wrestling Gladiators and our sister promotion, Frontier Wrestling Destiny. FWD. Yeah, All they're right. trying to move forward with their first show. See what That's I did awesome. there? See what I did there? Forward up, FWD, forward. Oh, yes, I get it now. And and uh, I know that, uh, and I, I hope I'm not bringing up anything uh, negative, but I know there was some talk about trying to get this event streamed. Was that not uh, capable? Was that not going to happen? We will try. Uh, we will find out what the signal will be um, at that place. We're gonna, it's literally going to be, if you see it on our YouTube page, which means you need to follow our YouTube page so you can do this. If, if, if it's on there, we'll stream it. If not, then it'll be recorded anyway, so you could uh, check it out later. I think that, that either option I think is cool. Um, I definitely know that I'll be watching because, uh, you know, Busky right there is enough for me to want to watch. I love the nickname <laughs> Busky. Busky. That's my goal in the gym is to be Busky. You know, he sells shirts. What you need to do is you need to buy the Busky shirt. Buy the shirt. And then you'll be able to be Busky at the gym. You know what? That's uh, off the line. Send me a, sh- a link to the shirt and I will. Oh, man, that sounds like a lot of work, but okay. Uh, and then real quick in the chat, I just put a link. If you guys haven't subscribed yet to Dog Pro Wrestling, uh, consider it a personal favor to the Alliance guys. If you subscribe to it, I put it right there on the screen as well. YouTube.com forward slash C forward slash Dog Pro Wrestling. Uh, it really is a great uh, wrestling promotion. I know they're not the biggest promotion out there, but I mean, they're putting their events out there for free for you guys to watch. They're doing events that are helping the community. And, of course, they're doing their own regular events uh, throughout the year, representing uh, some of the best pro wrestling in South Jersey. I I don't have a stronger recommendation than this. Go subscribe. What he said. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, let's move on to some NWA talk. Jane, thanks for for the dog update. You're um, welcome. It's bad enough I'm feeling not feeling well. You're going to make me talk about the NWA now. You must really hate me. <laughs> well, hate is a strong word, but I really, really, really don't like you. What is my name, Dave Dahl? <laughs> uh, Willie Bowen, already we have to address the elephant in the room. Uh, Wait, the elephant in the room? Is it a Tyrus joke? Yeah, it's a Tyrus joke. <laughs> Tyrus would be better off as a, being a mattress in the Tempur-Pedic commercials. 
That is totally not true. There is no springs or alive that could handle Tyrus. <laughs> uh, Luthes just jumped on. James H. Jackson's here. I feel like the whole posse's here, and that makes my heart happy. Again, it's Thursday. We do this every Thursday. We talk NWA with you, the hashtag NWA fam. And uh, we're here to, uh, well, we'll get to power in a minute, power surge. But let's talk about some exciting news, and that's the television championship. Uh, because it was on this week's episode of NWA USA, which was probably the far superior product this week, um, <clears throat> that they had finally, uh, the, the NWA finally um, recognized that uh, they had taken into custody the NWA uh, television championship. Tyrus finally had relinquished that title belt in order to be a part of the main event at Hard Times 3. He will be joining uh, none other than um, uh, Matt Cardona and Trevor Murdoch in that triple threat match now for the World's Heavyweight Championship. Now, that's not my favorite thing in the whole world. I did not want to see them turn that into a triple threat match. However, with the uh, with with advocation of the belt means that they need to crown a new TV champion. And it sounds like it's going to happen much, much sooner than later. Because uh, as we were listening to Kyle Davis speak on NWA USA, they have uh, two five-person matches, and that key phrase is person, because they will have uh, these two five-person matches where the winner of each of these two five-person matches will uh, face off to crown the new TV champion. Now, they didn't give any brackets or, or who's going to be in which match, but the names listed for the uh, this Three match event will be uh, Ricky Morton of the Rock and Roll Express. Ooh, yeah, I'm not, ooh. A, not a huge fan of that. As if you guys ever watched the show before, uh, that's I, I don't think that's a great decision. But we also have Jax Dane, the former NWA. Well, he's basically the Grand Slam champion. Uh, Anthony Mayweather, the former national champion. Uh, Marche Rocket will be a part of this. AJ Kazana will be in there. Caprice Coleman, uh, Jordan Clearwater, the Pope, a former TV champion in his own right, Rush Freeman, and the uh, wild card here, Max the Impaler. Um, again, with such a quick uh, turnaround to, to crown a new TV champion, I think is a smart move by the NWA. Hopefully they don't drag it out, and hopefully this all gets resolved on USA this week, or at least maybe the following power so that by the time we get to the pay-per-view, we already have an established television champion. Grumpy DKM, what do you think about the fact that they are crowning the TV champion this fast, and do you like or dislike how they're doing it? Well, of course, I always hate multi-man matches, so, you know, either pick four guys and have a mini-tournament or pick your top two contenders and do that or, you know... Don't need five guys in a match, and then five guys in another match. And well, guys. the one thing the NWA doesn't do a lot is tournaments, so maybe they, <laughs> maybe they should do a tournament instead. That is true. Uh, you know, if they were going to do this, you know, if you know, uh, seriously, Craig Classic. I was trying. You're you're really out of focus. Did something happen with your camera? 
Really? I thought he never looked better. You're probably right. But anyway. This is what happened. I just thought it was the tequila kicking in. (laughs) You're probably not wrong. The question is, is it your tequila or mine? (laughs) Wait, you're sharing your tequila? I'll be over in a little bit. Anyway. What were we talking about? The tequila is taking effect. Television championship. (laughs) Oh, television championship. Uh, I mean, I guess for an NWA thing, it's not bad. At least the finals is going to be just two people, providing Billy doesn't decide to throw in a third. uh, Here's my fear, (coughs) is that they'll do all this, and then they'll find a way to get Tyrus back into the... (laughs) I don't picture. Yeah, I mean that's a very real possibility down the road, but I hope, at least, hopefully, not this night. Hopefully. Well, you know what, Tyrus being his size instead of the TV champion, maybe he should be like the Titantron champion or the big, uh, the big digital billboard champion. The Times Square champion. That works. Is that what Tyrus stands for? Times Squared. <laughs> maybe. More like fat squared. <laughs> that tequila really has kicked in, hasn't it? Yeah, you're why, being funny. Why do I keep going fuzzy like this? I'm blaming Jay. It's probably my fault. Well, I'm blaming you, so it better be. Probably because you don't shave is why you're getting fuzzy. <laughs> well, that is true. I, I, I did schedule... I, I did schedule a uh, shave and a haircut. Two bits. Exactly. At least you know what that is. What's Jay drinking in? Or that smoking? Thing, you guys one? are actually just funny for once. I'm always funny. No, you are. Jay, on the other hand, I'm definitely blaming the tequila. <coughs> he, he's always funny, but looks aren't everything. <laughs> See? DK with the jokes. Some of the Man. only jokes come from uh, watching Tyrus wrestle in the NWA booking. Hey, oh, Willie Bowen says, Goodyear blimp champion for Tyrus. Hey, that would be a legitimate extra title that they could use. And they could give him a belt for going on to, and the belt can just say NWA on it. It doesn't need to say anything else because that's all Billy wants is those NWA letters out there. <laughs> I mean, everyone's being ruthless tonight because Luthez says Tyrus will be the new HDTV champ. That's the heavy damn TV champ. Jag says, hey, Jay, when you get to hard times, please hide Tyrus's walker so he can't make it to the ring for the main event. (laughs) God, you guys are being brutal tonight. Woo! That's because none of us trust Billy. Uh, Well, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. And and uh, you know Jag Jag joined us on uh, the pre party and he you know he voiced his concern that he was planning to go to this event he literally was planning to go to this event and cancel his, his plans once he found out that Tyrus was going to be in the main event. Well, I understand that I've gotten their pay per views before and canceled them because they did stupid things. You're still going. Hey, you're still going to hard times, right, DK? As far as I know. You gotta get, gotta get a hotel. I was just gonna sleep in your car. <laughs> I have my wife and kids with me, but sure, we'll figure something out. Well, 
I figure your wife and kids will be in the hotel room with you. I'll slip in the car. Got it. Got it. All right. So, uh, so yeah, I was going to put a poll up to see who everyone thought was going to be the TV champion, but it turns out they don't have 10 options. So uh, I, I wasn't able to put that poll up. But if uh, in the comment section, you know, of the names listed, and I'll say them one more time, you've got, <clears throat> you've got Ricky Morton. <coughs> Excuse me. Got Ricky Morton, uh, Jack Stain, Anthony Mayweather, Marche Rocket, AJ Kasana, Caprice Coleman, Jordan Clearwater, Dub Pope, Rush Freeman, and Max the Impaler. In the comments, just tell me who you think is going to win or be the next TV champion. I'm curious as to where people think this is going to go. Uh, Jaden, as someone who kind of watches from the outside in, uh, what are your thoughts on how they're crowning the TV champion? And do any of those names perk your interest as the next TV champion? I wouldn't mind seeing Pope win it again. I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Jack Stane win it. I wouldn't mind seeing Ricky Morton with it, just so you guys would explode. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, but I bet, you if I, had to put, I bet you the, they're going to put it on Maxine Pillar. Oh. Oh, God, no. Stranger things have happened. I will cancel my stuff for that. I have a feeling. Hell, the... Uh, the Rich and storied ECWA, the Adventures of the Super Eight, uh, their current champion is um, a female wrestler, and the NWA needs to get on with the uh, the times, I guess. So we have a uh, a couple of names pouring in right now. Luthez says Dane, James H. Jackson says Maxine Paler wins, and that's the women's TV title Billy has been talking about. I mean, that's one way to do it, I guess. Um, Media M5 says Ricky Morton, I hope doesn't win, but may. God, I really don't want that. Like, those are the two options I really don't want. And, and I don't mean to disrespect <coughs> Max the Impaler, but uh, there's better options in the tournament. And Ricky Morton, I just don't even know why he's in the tournament. Uh, James says uh, Jack Stain. Willie Bowen says the Pope. And Luthez agrees with DK if they do put the belt on. Uh, uh, Maxi Paler, that might be enough for him not to go to the event. Uh, for me personally, look, uh, Ricky Morton, when was the last time that guy won a match? Anywhere but the NWA, ago, apparently. Yeah. Huh? I thought he won one recently on TV against somebody. Jag seconds the vote for the Pope. Me personally, I. <clears throat> I'm such a huge fan of Jack Stain and what he was able to do with the national title. And we have to keep in, keep in, keep in mind here that the TV title will be defended more frequently, hopefully. And if Jack Stain wins it, it doesn't mean he holds it for a year and a half like Tyrus. And hopefully he just holds it long enough for a good matchup to, to happen afterwards or Pope or Jordan Clearwater. Um, it's funny, I didn't see one person mention Jordan Clearwater. He was probably like the second pick that I had. Uh, you know, Jane, did we, did we finish? Did, uh, did you say uh, who you thought? Uh, oh, you said Max too, right? Yeah, I see, I want the finals to be between Jack Stane and the Pope. That would be amazing. I might even buy a pay-per-view to see that match. Right. But I have a feeling it's going to be between Ricky and Martin and Maxine Paler. <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, it's possible. And I, and I agree with you guys. For those of you who are like, nope, that's it. I don't blame you. That's can, we change, can we change this to the uh, 
the to the dangerous adrenaline wrestling gladiators guys i mean we could certainly there's there's more products out there that certainly can take our time and i'm not you know you know we we have the other alliance guys and maybe they could just take over covering the nwa in its entirety uh and after we talk about the show you guys might agree with us uh media m5 says i agree with Jaden on his picks it's a political move wow I don't know that Billy would do that. I mean, I can't wait. Can you say Billy won't do that? Can you say that? No. Well, the problem with Billy is you can't say he won't do anything. To book a good event. Well, no, I can't say that. He has booked. Apparently, the wrestling is good. It's just the logic doesn't make sense. So book a logical event. That might work. Well, and the thing about it is he... He was there for these tapings, right? But he won't be there at the pay-per-view. So, you know, when the, when the cat's away, the mice shall play. So we'll see what happens at Hard Times 3. It'll be interesting to say. But how will they sell tickets without having the meet Billy? I think they're really going to rely heavily on um, that Wildcat audience to hopefully draw in some of the gate for them because they are they're, – they're basically – operating out of the wildcat territory the wildcat area and uh, i'm sure we're going to see a tag team match with uh with uh, luke hawk and uh pj hawk versus the uh la rebellion and i bet that will be a very highly sought after match we know that jay spade his is uh represents wildcat and he still has a shot at the television champ or the uh a junior heavyweight championship so maybe that'll happen on the following night they might help draw some numbers for them and then the other thing, um, you know, we, we did mention earlier, they did crown a new number one contender for the Junior Heavyweight Championship. No, uh, they didn't. Huh? No, they didn't. They didn't? No, they crowned a number one contender. What I a new one. Oh. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, as a rematch from the 74th anniversary show, because he earned it in a scramble match, we've got Terry Morton. Uh, chasing for the junior heavyweight championship once again, he'll be taking on uh, the notorious 187 homicide. Jaden, I know that you're familiar enough about homicide, and I know you've seen enough with Kerry Morton. What are your thoughts on that matchup? Um, I'm glad it's Kerry and not Ricky. I mean, I don't think <laughs> Ricky Morton as much as you guys, but. You know, if you if you don't let old people wrestle for titles in the NWA, there would be only like three wrestlers that could actually compete. But anyway, you got Kerry Morton's he's a talent guy. He's actually very kind of tall and he's starting to fill out. He might not be even a junior heavyweight much longer. So yeah, I see that. But I also see a kid that's still very green in the ring. And I don't know why they keep putting him in that spotlight. I don't know how he's that much better yeah, than Colton Carino. What's that? Yeah, you know why. <clears throat> Tell me why. Tell me why. <laughs> I knew that was well, coming. Same reason that Ricky Morton's wrestling in the in the TV thing. They love the Rock and Roll Express in Louisiana. I mean, he's the number one contender, so that it just. That's with Ricky. I mean, hopefully he doesn't win it. Again, I don't want a younger person holding that title. 
because it'll really screw up the value in that title if it becomes the young guy's belt. We have a belt for that. It's called the TV Championship. Just because they put it on an old fat guy for over a year <laughs> doesn't mean that they shouldn't use it correctly. Now they got it off the old fat guy. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, you know, wow. use the titles for what they're meant to be used for, not, not a, you know, getting your friend over or getting it on TV or whatever the hell Billy was doing with Tyrus. I, I mean, I'm glad he gave it up, but it's just ridiculous that they actually did that in a way too. Because, you know, Tyrus has lost like what, one match? Because weren't they saying he was undefeated in the NWA until he, no, he's fat. Unpleasantly <laughs> um, plump. Um, I think um, I think the thing about um, Tyrus is that he was undefeated after winning the TV title because I I know he I don't know if he lost or if it was just a disqualification like time a uh, time limit or something with him and the Pope. Remember? It was a time limit draw. Okay. Which a draw technically you're still undefeated. Wow, that's our first, first time I ever heard Tyrus in the word a draw in the, in the same sentence. Oh, we said the same joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. James Bell says, I'm concerned homicide will get lost in the organization without the title. The NWA needs homicide. Uh, yeah, I mean, without the title, I'm not sure how relevant homicide is to the promotion. Um, but, I mean, I see a guy like Rhett Titus. And I'm thinking that guy should be your TV or your uh, your junior heavyweight champion right there. And, and I know Jaden has a, 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 a bright spot for Rhett Titus, but the guy, I mean, he proved himself. He was a Ring of Honor TV champion. He's one of the best technically sound wrestlers in the NWA at this point. And it doesn't seem like he is a part of, uh, you know, Tony Khan's vision of the new Ring of Honor. And I say Tony's loss is the NWA's gain. Put this man in an opportunity to showcase that belt. Even if it's a best of seven series with homicide, put those guys in the ring. Give us the best possible uh, outcome, the best wrestlers in the ring. That would, that to me would sell the division far more than putting it on a Morton or a Carino or somebody who's less than prepared to be that champion. I mean, those are my thoughts. Well, those are good thoughts. I mean, it's funny you're talking about Tony Khan AEW. I made a mistake uh, last wow. Friday, and I flipped through channels. <laughs> and lo and behold, if I didn't find the start of the some battle royal on AEW, because apparently they like battle royals, and uh, so it, it was it was for a golden ticket, which was to get a shot at the world title, which they only did like two weeks after having a. Casino ladder match. You forgot about a tournament to crown a new champion, too. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm getting there. And, but in other words, they had a they had a casino ladder match to get a chip to get a shot at the world title. And then just a couple weeks later, they have a battle royal for a golden ticket to get a shot at the world heavyweight title. And then of course they just had a tournament to crown the world heavyweight champion since their last one is injured and suspended and whatever all's going on over there. 
in those two things, the Battle Royal ended with the last two guys being Roosh and better golden ticket than a golden shower. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I only want a golden ticket to a chocolate place, okay? I'll be a goose that's all just fall the chocolate river. I'll go with five, I don't mind. Uh, anyway. So the last two is Roosh and Adam Page. And you're sitting there, Adam Page has already been champion. He's already kind of it was a failed experiment, but you know, they did put the title on him. And then so here you have a chance to get this new blood and Roosh going. Do they put on the new blood? Nope. Adam Page. And then, no. and then they go, well, Adam Page and Moxley have never met in a singles match in AEW. Or maybe ever. I don't know. And it's just like, mm, I don't care. It doesn't make it new enough to me. Because Mox is now in his third reign as champion. And they could have put the title on Danielson and got some fresh blood, but nope, they're not going to do that. So they had a chance to get some fresh blood, really change things up, just because they have been teasing MJF versus Moxley. <laughs> they actually had to do that. They, they could have switched it up with Danielson and everything, but no, we're not going to do that. We're going to go same old, same old here, push the same people, ignore everybody else. And that just reminded me so much of the NWA. You know, here they do this, whatever they called this stupid little not very good match. And... They could have brought somebody fresh in. Heck, I even would have settled for the librarian. Peter Avalon? Yeah, I wouldn't have liked it, but I would have settled for it. Because at <laughs> least that would have been something different. Sure. No, that, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. And so I, they're getting to the point where they're almost becoming WWE-ish. And that I have to have a rematch from the last pay-per-view. Or a couple of rematches from the last pay-per-view. What do Tyrus and the Great Pyramids have in common? And, you know, if, if your concept is to separate me from my money, you're not doing a very good job. Because although I still plan on going... Uh, I can't say at the moment I'm excited about going. Dear Wrestling with MMA, that is actually infactual. Only Tyrus is visible from space. The Great Pyramids <laughs> actually are not. Um. Okay, let's let's put all of our cards on the table here. Uh, the reason why Jake Hall is going to Hard Times Three and the subsequent TV taping the next night is because DKM said, "Hey, Jay." It's a nine-hour drive for me. Would you like to go? And as much as I love this guy, DKM, right here, I've never actually met him in person. So 
That's why you still love them. What's that now? That's why you still love them. Yeah. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Um, And that's why that's really why I'm going because I know there's a lot of great people that uh, follow the NWA. I'm very excited to see Gary Horn, and I'm very excited to see Will Martin. Both those guys, I love them so much. They're great people. Um, If anyone ever thinks there's a rivalry between this show and that show, there isn't. I love those guys, and I I feel like they they appreciate me or whatever. They don't hate me. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing those guys. I'm ultimately looking forward to seeing DKM. We're going to watch wrestling together. It's the first time I'm going to meet DKM, somebody I've known for over 15 years. He saw my children grow up. He saw he knew me when my daughter was like four years old. And she he knew like, your he knew you when um, Claire just kept hitting the like button. <laughs> yeah, the thumbs up button. That's right. So that's the that's what's selling me on this pay per view. Completely honest, I haven't seen a matchup yet that I'm like, oh shit, I need to be there for. Do I think Taya and and uh, Camille will be a good match? Yeah, I do. Uh, but the fixers versus uh, the spectaculars, I'm not. It's a rematch, by the way. Yes, it is a rematch. Which, since they've uh, made Taya the number one contender, they've said almost and done almost nothing. No. To help them and, that and, and that was something I was going to bring up too. There hasn't been any artwork, right? Like, look, uh, I have artwork for the triple threat match, right? This just happened on Saturday, but I have artwork for it already. This happened uh, a few, uh, maybe a week or two ago. I have artwork for this. You know what I don't have artwork for? The junior title. that They crowned that on Saturday. And I don't have artwork for the uh, women's title match, which was like the first episode of Power after the pay-per-view. And I'm curious, does that mean that maybe we don't know something that's going to happen? Maybe we have a new women's champion. We don't know it yet. Completely or maybe awesome. Billy will just decide to strip the number one contendership because he doesn't like uh, Taya anymore. What's not to like about Taya? She plays politics. Or, I don't know. <laughs> she doesn't I promote the say, NWA. In my, uh, uh, in my um, open mouth Pikachu moment, I suddenly realized that the Spectaculars pay homage to the Fantastics. Oh. And it's a similar name. And a similar look. You just got that now? Yeah. Went right over my head for a while. Actually, right, it was right. basically when he showed that picture, because I don't think I've ever seen him. Real quick, real quick. Dave Scooby, uh, did you already buy your tickets for the show? Let me know, because maybe we can get them together if you haven't already. Um, real quick, guys. Gumbo is overrated. Uh, yeah, I don't... Uh, you know what? I'm not, I'm not a huge... Uh, seafood lover so um i'm gonna wing it while i'm there but uh if if a gumbo falls into my lap i'll probably eat it somewhere they gotta have a steak uh, i'm sure we'll find steak dk dk is gonna meet my wife and kids guys that's awesome i've known this guy for 15 wait years. a minute wait a minute wait a minute i charge especially uh, for autographs uh, Medium five says Tyrus's blood type is type two diabetes. Uh, <laughs> and once he farts, it's all over. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man, man. Uh, wrestling with MMA, uh, Jeremy uh, points out the same thing that uh, he thinks that the lack of artwork points to some changes. <clears throat> I think it might be too. And maybe we might have a triple threat match. 
at the women's pay-per-view. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe she doesn't win the, maybe they don't win the TV title, but maybe Maxine Paler somehow finds her way into a triple threat match, which uh, that would be kind of, now you have two triple threat matches for the pay-per-view. That might be a bit much. Well, um, Billy loves them. What's that? Billy loves them, though. Yeah, but would you do two on the same pay-per-view? I wouldn't have done one on one pay-per-view. <laughs> I wouldn't do a single one, but I could see Billy doing it. Because he'll just sandwich other matches in between. Sure. Well, anyways. Um, For those of you who don't know, uh, it's kind of like uh, Jim Cornette once talking about Dusty Rhodes was asking about a finish for a match in, let's say, like Greensboro or something like that. And he goes, oh, well, you know, you know, the ending's going to be, you know, uh, East Girl in such such way or whatever. And uh, Jim was like, well, Dusty, that's the same ending we had with the Rock and Roll Express uh, last time we were, you know, in Charlotte or Greensboro or wherever it was. And Dusty goes, oh, yeah, but it's a different team. It don't matter. <laughs> and so, I mean, I can see Billy going, Oh, yeah, but we'll have like three matches in between, so it won't matter. He's not 100% wrong, probably, but the matches won't matter. I know uh, I know. there's a lot of talk about the 75th anniversary show where a lot of us will be going. If any of you guys are heading out to uh, Nolens for Hard Times 3, let me know. I would like to meet up with you guys. Uh, this is very, uh, you, you know, the... I, I'm not going to get to go to every single pay-per-view that the NWA puts on, but I, I will try to get out to a few of them every year. And uh, this will be my second one this year. I'll also be the last one this year, but uh, you know, I, I do, I would like to meet all of you guys, uh, you know, DK, not so much cause he's grumpy. He doesn't like people, but I like people uh, come say, what's up, say hi. If you're wearing your Alliance gear, even better. I'll buy you a drink. But uh, anyone who comes out, uh, to the show, you know, let me know that you're coming and and, and say hi because, uh, you know, this this whole thing, what James says right here is the NWA is about the people in here, not the shows and matches. Getting to hang out with the gang is what's most fun. This is why we do it is for this community. Uh, none of us are in love with the product. I mean, there's there's moments where the show's great, but this is all about uh, the, the community that we have here, the brotherhood that we have here. Uh, you guys I mean, we hang out every Thursday night or Tuesdays, depending on where you're at, or even Wednesdays with the other guys. Um, and, and it's such a fun time for me. Sometimes yeah, we hang out with both. Yeah. Yeah. So if you guys come out, let me know you're coming out ahead of time. Hit me up on any social media at the Alliance blog. Let me know that you're going to be there because um, I'd love to see all you guys. Um, all right. That's enough of the love fest. Um if you guys want to meet up a lot and everybody meets everybody, but you actually want to see good wrestling, come to the Dangerous Adrenaline Wrestling Gladiators event. In fact, uh, I'll tell you when one's coming up and soon, and you can come there or maybe one in 2023. That way you'll actually be able to meet each other and see great wrestling. I'm planning on doing a 2023 show of uh, Dangerous Adrenaline Wrestling Gladiators. Please, How is that possible? Dog doesn't do shows. They do events. Shit. You would think by now that Jay would learn to say even. <laughs> No, Jay doesn't Jay learn to eat avocado. What do you expect on anything? <laughs> Jay has learned nothing. All right. Um, 
That's what his wife said. Well, yeah, she, she, she's not wrong. Uh, James Bell will be at both nights. James, that's awesome, man. Uh, hit me up offline, any social media at the Alliance blog. We'll, we'll get somehow we'll get together. Uh, Media M5 says, I would come out to the show, also pitch an idea to NWA on social media. Heard nothing, told Gary Horn nothing for a response yet. It's a way for vehicular to challenge people to get to pay-per-views. Yeah, and I know that's that's it's hard. Um, that's what she said. Uh, it's it's difficult to get these things together because uh, for a lot of their audience, they're coming from out of state. Uh, the NWA relies heavily on there's like there's like three fans here. There's like the Smashing Pumpkin diehard fans that are just whatever Billy's doing, we're gonna support. There is a, a diehard NWA fan base, kind of like myself and DKM. Um, and then there's people who are new to the product. And then there's that local audience who is going to the wrestling show, whoever was putting on the show that night. They're they're not they don't really care who it is, they just want to be involved. So with so many different fan bases, it's hard to kind of galvanize it. With ECW back in the day, they had such a galvanized fan base that it was easy to charter a bus from you know, some somewhere to get people there to, to their shows. But like at this point too, like there's nobody out there who's willing to do it. And it's not, it doesn't seem like the NWA is willing to do it. So that's kind of a bummer, but uh, sorry to hear it uh, media. I, I hope that uh, somehow you were able to get out to a show soon. And then our buddy Luthez says, uh, see you at the 75th, which uh, you certainly will. And we'll have cocktails or something. <clears throat> All right. So, uh, you know, I saw, um, I think we skipped over wrestling with MMA says River Mill says Billy loves three ways, which makes me laugh. Um, speaking of uh, the rumor mill, and I don't know how many people heard this, and I know it's totally dirt sheet material, but it sounds like there might be some truth to it. And I don't know if you guys heard this, and I, I can't even name the source because I don't remember who it was, but the rumor is that Mickey James has an offer for the WWE to make a return. And it's not just for Mickey James, but also for Nick Aldis. And especially as part of the, yeah, especially, yeah, I know it's, these are rumors and it, it, it apparently it's part of the uh, European expansion that Nick Aldis is part of the plans for that NWA or excuse me, uh, NXT Europe, where he would be one of the stars that crosses over from both the WWE NXT and the NXT Europe. So I don't know if that's true, but could you guys imagine a world of the NWA without? Oh, we just lost DKM. Uh, could you imagine a world without Nick Aldis in the NWA? Uh, Jane, what do you think about that? I mean, have you heard anything like that? Actually, no, I haven't. But um, it's a very interesting proposition. Uh, say what you will. You know, he's doesn't eat a lot of ham sandwiches, but Nick Aldis is definitely a talent. He's got a personality. He has a presence. He can speak. He looks like a champion. Yeah. I don't know how well he draws in Europe, but honestly, putting the WWE machine, he might be a huge draw. For some odd reason, I really like to see him versus Wade Barrett. <laughs> that would be a dynamic. And Wade Barrett, like I know he's he's even been on the record saying that he's not officially done with wrestling. It's just not something that interests him right now. But I imagine the right opponent and the right set of circumstances would make a lot of sense. And I think, I think you know, with John Laurinaitis gone from the WWE, 
and there's other pieces that are slowly starting to be removed from the WWE. You know, all this said that there was someone preventing him from making it to the big show. And I don't mean Paul White, but I mean making it to the WWE. And, and maybe that person is no longer with the company. You know, and I'm not saying it's Vince McMahon, but I'm just saying with the with the recent removals of a lot of the administrative roles, leadership roles. I mean, would you be surprised if if this store is opened up now for look, Nick Aldis is still a young man. I think he's only 36 years old. Um, there's still a lot of gas left in this tank. I know that that Mickey James is kind of on the downward of her career, but you know, she has nothing left to prove. I know she's doing a series in impact where she's going to keep wrestling and basically until she loses. But even after she leaves impact, there's still like time. There's still, she still has some, you know, legs left to have a few more matches to kind of help that NXT, like basically the role she was in before she was terminated the last time. So it could be just a big rumor and take it all with a, a big grain of salt because it's not verified. It's this isn't Sean uh, Ross uh, or or Mike Johnson with this. This is just something I saw on a dirt sheet. But uh, it'd be amazing if it happened. Um, some of the comments James says Triple H has big plans for NXT on a global scale. Um, oh yeah, uh, Medium Five back to the bus trips uh, were for ECW back in the. Stay from Staten Island to the Elks Lodge or Philly. Yeah. James says, bye, Nick. Maybe the gimp can go as well. That would be fantastic. Uh, and then Lou says, yes. Um, makes no sense folding the WWE UK only to have WWE Europe. Yeah, I don't know if it's just a plan of a different base of operation, but I, I never understood that either. And then Lou says it's Pritchard. Well, is he still around? I don't know what his role is with the WWE at this point. I know a lot of things have changed. A lot of faces are already back. Road Dog Jesse James is back. Uh, 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 Ryan Katz is back. Uh, obviously, Shawn Michaels has been promoted. I mean, there's so many things that have happened. Gabe Sapolsky is back. Yeah, Gabe's, and that's probably the best move they've made since Triple H has taken over. I think uh, he did such a phenomenal job with the early days of Ring of Honor. And, you know, was able to help cultivate, uh, uh, what was it, uh, Evolve and uh, was it Dragon Gate USA were both uh, his kind of babies. And then, um, you know, they even bought Evolve, didn't they? Did the WWE purchase Evolve? I think they bought, purchased our library, but. Okay. Well, all, the, all that being said, I, I still think, uh, you know, these are obviously just rumors, guys. So just again. I, I I don't, this isn't inside information. I don't have any facts. These are just things that I read on, on Twitter or on the dirt sheets and uh, who knows. Hey, what's causing all this speculation? <laughs> what's making all this noise? I don't know, man, but uh, it, it kind of baffles me that he hasn't had a big ride in the WWE or in the AEW with everybody that they've picked up. Right. Like, um, AEW has Brian Cage, and they don't know how to use him, right? Like, have you noticed that? He's he's been in mostly in Ring of like they they've kind of put him in Ring of Honor under like Tolly Blanchard, and now he's under Prince Nana, and it's like give him a decent manager, and he makes sense as a world heavyweight champion, but they don't know how to use him. And, and the same thing, I think, uh, 
you look at uh, Eli Drake in the WWE system. So far, it doesn't seem like, uh, at least on the main roster, that they figured it out. But, you know, of course, things are very uh, uh, fluid in the WWE with all the changes and who knows what happens next for Eli Drake, Max Dupree, you know, or perhaps L.A. Knight once again. Well, I have a feeling a little night might be falling soon, so maybe we'll see uh, we'll see him back inside that squared circle. Is there is there anybody uh, that you're excited to see um, on either brand right now? Somebody that you think is like the future of pro wrestling? And that's a pretty vague question, but I'm you mean curious. other you mean other than Ray Jazz? Yeah, other um, than Ray Jazz. Yeah. Let's see. I don't really watch a lot of modern wrestling, so it's going to be really, really, really hard for me to say. I have a, a loose following, and I kind of sometimes pay attention to the little people that I know. Yeah. Um, I, I really do think Theory could be great. I know there's a lot of resentment against him because he was shoved down everybody's throat, but Theory has, I'm sorry, Austin Theory has a chance to be something really special. Yeah, they gave him um, his last name back. Her first name back. Yes. Um, I just want to see more of Nikita Lyons. <laughs> you and me both, brother. Yeah. That thick dreamboat is all is all kinds of yummy. <laughs> I guess she uh, she started off in WoW. Did you know that? Yes. <laughs> all right. Good answer. Good answer. I didn't know about the Fantastics, but I knew about uh, her in WoW, yes. Uh, just one more time, just just one more time. The spectaculars again. I never even really seen them, so that's the first I saw them. Was we put that little image up? By the way, uh, Brady Pierce, I think, is uh, too talented to be in this tag team. But that's just my uh, two cents. Which one was he? Uh, he is the one um, between the little person and the supposed little person's big brother. He's he's the one in the middle there. Kind of looks like he might be related to uh, Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, his his name is Brady Pierce. And how the hell are you going to join the NWA and spell Pierce with the E I R C E? Uh, I think it would have been smart to go E A R C E, like uh, a former world's heavyweight champion. Probably why they didn't do it. Yeah, maybe. Uh, and and uh, Luthes is wow is unwatchable. Hey, bite your tongue, sir. My my good friend. Uh, Reina Del Rey is in that promotion, and I watched her match with the Aussie Princess, and it was pretty good. Not great, but pretty good. I remember the good old days when Jay hated women wrestling. <laughs> it's funny because uh, I just recently, just recently, um, I pulled out the Tasha Simone interview where she wanted to kill me because she, <laughs> a certain little fellow in Chicago was feeding her some stuff about me. And we talked about it, and we sorted things out, and she uh, she decided that we, uh, we we were on the same page because I didn't like what wrestling had become in the WWE, and neither did she. And we actually agreed to we agreed to enjoy women's wrestling the right way. And, yeah, uh, that that Gary Coleman cosplayer really uh, <laughs> took a lot of smack on you. What you talking about, Willis? Um. All right, so we're installing for you to get back, DK, so we can talk about, uh, of course, the greatest show on Tuesday night. Um, what, the entire reason I left was so you guys could talk about it without me. No, 
If, if oh, we're going to talk about it, you're going to talk about it. That and some old woman with a weird voice kept telling me to head to the light, head to the light. But <laughs> you I started listened. going that way, then I realized it was the refrigerator. <laughs> you say that like it's a bad thing. Well, so <clears throat> let's get to it. Uh, Jaden, I, I know you're not feeling your best. You're free to go anytime you want, but uh, we'd love to hear your insight. So if you can hang on, we'd love to get it. But uh, the show starts off uh, with an empty arena. Again, we know that there are limited taping schedules when they do these shows. So a lot of matches just get filmed with the zero audience just to have content to produce. And I, I guess I understand why they do it, but I just think it's, I don't know, man. It really takes me out of it because you know that they have people in the back making noises to make it feel like the show is there, but it's just part of the, the cast and crew. So it's always just, it takes me out of the element and makes it less oh, interesting. The funniest part is when the announcers will say something about the crowd and then you're looking at a bunch of empty chairs. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, the crowd really liked that. Don't know how to tell you this, Joe, but there's absolutely nobody sitting in the chairs. Yeah. Everyone came dressed as the wall. I would love it if they did it like the when they were trying to be innovative with the Team Challenge series and they had all those computer people, like the the green screen people in the crowd. Have you ever seen that? Uh, are you talking about like the WWE? With the with the no with the AWA. Oh no! <laughs> they came up with this thing where they were having the. They were having the people walk out, and there was this green screen audience all around. If you, I highly recommend you go out of your way to look it up, because I think that's what the NWA should do right now. Oh, maybe. I mean, for these empty arena matches, I, I don't see why not. And it's, it kind of goes back to what we talked about during the pandemic. It's like, if that's what you're going to do, why don't you just go rent a little small little studio and do a 100 matches in a day, film a 1,000 matches in a month, and just release them whenever you need to. And then you can write a storyline around the match. Just have matches. I don't know. Oh, don't be logical. Why don't they get a deal with uh, Disney or Universal Studios? Other it's, promotions have done it. Because it's the NWA. The way wrestling is supposed to be. Oh, my God. That's what it's supposed to be? <laughs> no wonder I stopped watching it. All right. So the show starts off with uh, Maddie, just Maddie. Taking on Marty Bell. Maddie is wearing some of her older gear. It almost, I almost thought this was a show from uh, back when they were in Atlanta. But then, you know, looking at the announce booth, it looked a little bit different. And I realized it was a more uh, updated ring apron and everything else. So it wasn't an older match, just a lot older gear. Uh, Maddie absolutely is destroying Marty in the start of the match. She's got her in a camel clutch. And I never had seen this before. And I just absolutely adored it. She started just elbowing the crap out of Marty Bell's face. And I, I don't think I've ever seen that before. And it just looks so violent and amazing. Like, she should have won just based on that. Um, this was the more vicious Maddie. We haven't seen this version of Maddie in a while. The last time I remember seeing Maddie, she was bailing out of the ring because Maxine Taylor was coming out. So it was nice to see her in this more vicious sense. Um, but Marty's second wind included many running forearms and a booty to the face. Uh, you know, when she throws them into the turnbuckle and does that running, like, butt. I don't know what to call that. It's actually called a butt butt. Thank a you, butt. Iceman King Parsons. Thank you, Iceman. A butt butt. Um, that's actually easy to say. And then Marty efforts the, the protect your neck a few times. That's her finishing move, kind of like a 
almost like a pedigree style maneuver. But uh, Maddie was really good at being defensive about it. It took several tries, but eventually Bell connects with that finish to put Maddie away. And I actually thought this match was pretty good. It wasn't as bad as I it could have been. Um, and it could have been a lot, lot better. But I thought it was a, a good way to open up the show. DK, I'm going to take your thoughts on that. Didn't suck. You said it sucked? It didn't suck. Okay. I mean, honestly, it was okay. I don't have a lot to add one direction or the other. Uh, at least they gave Marty Bell the win. You know, she used to lose a lot in singles matches. Yeah. Both here and in ROH. It's like if she was teaming with uh, Allison K, then they would win. But if she wrestled on her own, they would lose. So I was kind of happy to see her get a win here. Uh, I hate just Maddie. As, you hate Maddie? As a click to the name. Oh, okay. okay. Either just call her Maddie. <laughs> or... Call her Maddie Renikowski. Renikowski or Ren or Kowski or Ski or Sky or Sko or whatever, but not Maddie, just Maddie. I I actually like the uh, Renikowski. What is that, Polish? I, I just thought it was a cool name to say. It took me a while to figure out how to say it because, uh, you know, sometimes I accidentally add extra continents into words, but uh, I just. Continents, too. Yeah, that's that because Asian and, and uh, Europe in there. Exactly. Letters. What about Eurasia? Kiss my Asia. <laughs> Kiss my asshole. Uh, but anyways, I thought it was a good match. I think Maddie is very talented. Um, I would like to see more for like this. And I kept thinking, like, if they introduced a TV title to the women's division, like this rumored TV title, she might be one of the, the, the gals that I would consider putting it on. Um, of course, I would need to see her get a few more W's because it seems like she's out there losing most times as well. But she's always look, always looks competitive in the matches, and uh, I'm all about that. I want to have a match that's a little bit uh, competitive. And then um, Jeremy says her last name helps her stand out, in my opinion. Well, there you go. I mean, I agree. And, and then Maddie, and and you know, there's uh, it gives her personality. I think, anyways. Well, give her a fake last name. I don't care. Yeah. I Maddie mean, Stevens. Maddie Shaw. I don't care. I mean, there's obviously a lot of people don't wrestle under their, you know, real names or, you know, Kevin Fraser Douglas and all that. But I just hate the just Maddie. <laughs> Dave Scooby says, yeah. uh, Maddie and Misa Kate as a tag team could work. I, you know what? You're on to something with that. I think that would actually be a pretty good tag team. Um, the Next, we get the first pretty empowered segment of the night, and it's not as bad as the Velvet Sky after dark, but gets pretty close. I think we just lost uh, DK. Uh, we just lost Jaden. Um, pretty empowered hits on Carrie Morton. Basically, the whole like segment is them talking about how great he is. And I don't know. It was kind of weird. Um, DK, what did you think about this segment? I didn't like it. Well, really, when they've done these type of shows, the only one that has been good was the original Fixers. Yeah. The others have 
honestly not been good. Can you scooch over just a little bit to your right? No. All right. Why are you talking to me? <laughs> That's my job. Luthes is definitely a, a beautiful Polish name, and yes, I'm biased. Um, uh, Wrestling with MMA says, is it perhaps a way to protect her in other promotions? I know she's like the Mission Pro Tag Team Champion, so maybe that's why, but I, I don't see how that's protect. We live in a day and age where kayfabe is kind of dead, so I don't know. Um, kayfabe isn't dead. It's just selling. It's just what? Selling. Okay, fair enough. Um Media M5 says maybe the NWA wants to separate her identity from other promotions or think that the NWA fans can't pronounce her name correctly. That's probably a big part of it, too. Um, it's it's not exactly an easy pronunciation, but I practice. And then Media M5 says, with Carrie, sounds like they're doing the the Bellas competing over Daniel Bryan angle. And maybe, maybe. Um, I guess Carrie Morton's a good-looking guy. I mean, yes. Um, all right, so the next segment is the strange. It looks like a high school group, so I mean, sure, yeah. It, look, and if that's the route you want to go, I mean, okay, I, I can dig that. They're all fairly young, um, but anyway, uh, hey, I heard the C, I heard the CW canceled Riverdale and Dynasty. Maybe they can get a couple of those to join the uh NWA. <laughs> That would be a great name for the trio. Just call him Riverdale. <laughs> uh, Media M5 says uh, he's homely looking. And James H. Jackson says, call them just Maddie and Misa. That's a good tag team name for them. Yeah, that's not bad. I like that, James. Why don't you call them Eminem? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there it is. They have to be the green Eminems, though. Um, they can't be the new purple? Oh, there's a purple? Someone said there was a new purple. Do you remember the tan M&Ms? Yes. yes. All right. Then that means we're all old. <laughs> <laughs> Not only do I remember them, but like they had been gone a long, long time before I knew that they were. <laughs> yes. Same. I think, I think blue replaced tan. I think. Sounds right. That just kind of seems racist. Yeah. <laughs> Medium five says the green color makes you horny. <laughs> And uh, wrestling with MMA says, I remember tan MMs. So you're old too, Jeremy. We're all old. That's okay. See, that's the Age. problem. That's why they don't listen to us. Age is just a We need to find someone young and vibrant to be on the show. I could probably get my wife to do it. Well, well I was thinking somebody who actually like watched and liked wrestling, but oh yeah, then never mind. But then again, they probably wouldn't want to watch. The <laughs> they probably wouldn't want to watch the NWA today. <laughs> We'll just what we do is we write a script, right? We just write a script. Read the script. <laughs> um, the strange bedfellows match is a weird combination that puts the ill begotten with the spectaculars against the dirty, sexy boys and miserably faithful. Now, if we remember, one of the spectaculars, Rush Freeman, was part of the ill begotten who was kicked out of the ill begotten because they wanted to bring uh, Brady Pierce into the group. And then Brady Pierce ditched the group because the only reason why he wanted to join the group is because he wanted to team with Rush Freeman. So that's weird. And then the next part is uh, the Dirty Sexy Boys and Miserably Faithful. There was this weird dynamic between uh, the Gimp and uh, Dirty Dango, and it it was a little unsavory. And, uh, you know, I don't know what this uh, 
I don't know. This was just a bizarre matchup. Um, the match starts with Dango and Rush in the ring. Uh, JT and Dango double team Freeman. The miserably faithful seem to be working very well with the DSBs. At one point, Sauer Naro and JTG sit down on the floor and clap their hands in unison. It was bizarre. It didn't make any sense. Uh, there was no sinister minister at ringside either in this match. Uh, Plunkett and Taylor work really well together, and that's part of the reason why I would love to see them get a run with those U.S. tag titles at some point. They're a very good tag team, and I hate the fact that they're kind of in this silly gimmick where I think if you just let them work and had a, you know, even Danny Deals could be their manager, but take it a little bit more serious, I think they could be a good tag team. Um, the Ilbegotten do a good job, the, the Ilbegotten and the Spectaculars, do a good job of isolating Sal. Uh, Pearson Freeman seem to be channeling the Beverly Brothers with their finishing move where they do that almost like the 3D setup and then just slam them down to the mat. Uh, I've seen the Beverly Brothers damn near kill people with that move. Hopefully the Spectaculars can do it without uh, the same problems. Um, that only gets them a two count on, uh, on Sal. Uh, but then Dango and the Gimp uh, somehow get in the ring. And uh, they partner together and make this uh, duality of man where they become one. It's very odd. Uh, you know, uh, Dango picks up the gimp and it kind of holds him like in a wheelbarrow. And then they use the gimp to attack people, basically using his head as a weapon. It was just very weird. And I don't like this kind of wrestling. Um, uh, the gimp uh, basically takes out everybody. And uh, the ill-begotten and uh, and Pierce uh, takes the pinfall. I'm sorry, my notes are a little crazy because the whole match was kind of crazy. Uh, it wasn't something that I loved. Um, DK, your thoughts? Can you guess them? It was it was shit. Probably. It wasn't I, like Vince. I did the fast forward. It wasn't the Vincent Band. Hey, that's good shit, pal. I wasn't going to watch that crap. I just fast-forwarded through it. I believe James is being facetious here when he says, this match is a match of the year candidate for me. Uh, Media M5 says, I wish they were the ill-forgotten. Hey-oh! Good one, Media. Uh, For for James Jackson, he forgot the word worst. (laughs) Worst match of the year candidate. (laughs) And then uh, Dave Scooby says, uh, word is that Tyler Breeze may be going back to the WWE NXT. So Dango may have another chance to team up with Breeze. And if they used him in the NXT, I think that would be fine. But uh, I don't know. This match did nothing for me except for make me wish that uh, there was a faster uh, fast forward button on the computer. Uh, then that brings us to the next segment, which is we have more pretty in power because this is their show, by the way. This is a pretty power, pretty empowered surge. And um, we get um, we get Roxy, who is the official third member. She's part of the pretty in power plus. And they basically just put her down. They like it was very much like a mean girls from that movie. I never really watched it, but I get the gist of it that there's the one girl who they want to fit in, but doesn't fit in or something like that. And then the popular kids pick on her. That's kind of, you're not not being really fetch right now. Oh, I it's, it's not Wednesday. That's why I'm not wearing pink. 
Um, but again, I don't know what we get out of this. I don't know, like the entertainment value isn't really there. And I'm somebody who likes Pretty Empowered. I actually think Ella Envy is a lot of fun. This just was nothing to me. This was kind of stupid. Dave Scooby points out that this is kind of creating a pretty empowered Freebird style. And I'm okay with that, actually. That that would be fun to be able to switch it up um, on some of the women's matches. Uh, I still feel like the NWA doesn't even have enough women's tag team uh, tag teams to make this uh, division really powered. But, yeah, I, I don't know. This was just a silly gimmick. Uh, DK, your thoughts? Uh, waste of time. Complete, total, thorough. Yeah. Again, no fast forward button would be fast enough. Uh, next up was probably the highlight of the night, and that I didn't is- even fast forward through it. That was the problem. Uh, I I gave it a chance to be entertaining and was left bitterly disappointed. That's why I'm a grumpy DKM. <laughs> um, next up was something that should have made you less grumpy, and it was Rhett, Rhett Titus versus Bastia Say Say Say. Now I mentioned this earlier tonight that I think Rhett Titus. Uh, should definitely be used a little bit better in the NWA. I feel like he has a ton of potential. And as a junior heavyweight champion or somebody that's top to that uh, number one cont- uh, contender spot, I feel like he was really good in this match. It starts off with the traditional ring of honor handshake. Uh, of course, that pure wrestling style is exuded by Rhett Titus. Uh, both these talents are working a very good style of technical wrestling, very mat based, very scientific which is odd for a luchador to be mat-based, but that's how this match starts off. Um, Titus works a headlock, keeping Beastie grounded for the for the almost the entirety of the match. Uh, Beastie is able to finally get out of, uh, to get Titus to fall out of the ring, and uh, Galley gets confused and, and calls uh, Damien, say, 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 Beastie, say, 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 and uh, just was kind of confusing at that moment when, uh, when, uh, uh, Rhett, Tit- Rhett Titus fell out to the ring. Damien starts stomping him while Bestia distracts the referee. And uh, Galley got the call wrong. I point that out because Galley's usually such, in my opinion, very good on the mic, very much a professional. When he messes up, it does throw me out of it because I'm so used to him being pretty much on. Um, but every time I see it, it just kind of pulls me out of it. Uh, Bestia is able to get Titus. Oh, I already said that. Uh, uh, Titus gets back into the ring and Bastia has turned this more into a punk and excuse me, punch and kick type match where now it's no longer being technically savvy. It's, it's turning into a fight. And, uh, but Titus is able to gain momentum back by attacking the lower back of Bastia, uh, nearly gets the victory with a wicked clothesline to the tag team champion, but he kicks out. And then Titus is, uh, then uh, Bestia somehow managed to get uh, Titus up on the upper ring corner, has him in the muscle buster. It looks like this is going to be the end. And Titus sneaks out of it and uh, then is able to, um, to, to get the pinfall when, uh, as they approach the ropes, uh, uh, Rhett Titus is able to get out of the way. And uh, Damien blows the red mist into uh, Bestia's eyes, causing the, uh, the distraction, the uh, injury, I guess. And then Titus gets the one, two, three on that. I like this match a lot. I'm sorry if my uh, review of it wasn't that great, but DK, what did you think of this match? I enjoyed the match. Uh, both of them are talented individuals. 
I was very happy that Tyus won. Uh, if they're going to use Miss, I was glad it backfired. Again, they're in danger of having every match ending with uh, uh, Damien missing somebody. Yeah. And that gets old quick. And so, you know, when it, Kabuki and some of the early guys did it, they would miss beforehand so that he knew they had that ability. But a lot of times they, it was rare that they'd actually do it in a match to their advantage. So, I don't know. The match was good. The right person won. Yay. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, look, um, these things don't have to be rocket science, right? Like, we, I'm not waiting for, you know, the Iliad of pro wrestling when I'm watching Power. I just need some decent storytelling and some G versus E, you know, the good versus evil. Give me someone to cheer. Give me someone to boo. Make the match interesting. And hopefully they're fighting for a prize, whether it be a number one contendership or a title or advancing them in the rankings. And I don't know how it's so hard for them to come up with this. You know what I mean? Because they're trying to reinvent the wheel and make it triangle. Yeah. And it, I don't feel like that's the best opportunity, you know? Well, they're doing a triangle because Billy loves three ways. <laughs> I'm sure there's a story there that I don't know about and I don't need to know about. And we'll continue on with the show. Um. So then next up we have, um, again, another Pretty in Power promo. And this is, uh, they're in the back with Kylan King. And this is uh, this is interesting where the, the girls, the Pretty Empowered, uh, really put over Kylan King and even say like, hey, you could, you could be part of our group. And, and that was kind of a weird dynamic because they're mostly heels, but they were really um, hemming it up to the baby face. And it was kind of a, just a weird look for, for, um, pretty empowered because again they've really been short and nasty with uh with roxy and they were like flirting with carrie and, and in this way they were kind of almost recruiting kylan to join their group dk what do you think well i mean i guess it made sense in the idea that she's big and powerful and destructive and <clears throat> better or be on your side than not on your side this was probably the I probably hated this one the least of, <laughs> of the pretty empowered stuff. So there we go. I mean, I don't necessarily disagree with you on that. Um, and then that brings us to the main event of Power Surge uh, when we get uh, Scion and a two-on-one handicap taking on the now. Now, my first Why? thought on this is, there isn't two jobbers that they could have thrown together. If you're going to do a handicap match, why are you choosing a tag team that's kind of legitimate? I mean, they were just a part of your U.S. tag team uh, battle royal. Uh, they, they were in the Crockett Cup. A loss to Scion essentially destroys any credibility that they have. If they're not anything but dominant in this match, it's going to look stupid. 
and then you put them in the ring with your national champion. And if he looks anything less than dominant, again, it's not going to work. So it's like, what's the point of doing this match? It doesn't make any sense to me. They're um, not a legitimate tag team unless Billy's trying to break them up. So that's probably <laughs> what he's thinking. You're not uh, wrong. It, 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 anyways, in this match, they uh, end up uh, they end up uh, working a, an injured angle. Now, Austin Idol brought Sion into this match because he's trying to toughen him up. Why? Why this way? Like uh, most matches aren't two on one, so uh, you, you know what's the conditioning for? What's the point? Do you need um, to toughen up your national champion? Yeah, I mean, again, he just beat Jax Dane. He just beat Anthony Mayweather, and you know, not that the show acknowledges it, but has been defending the title out on the independent circuit. I mean, there's rumblings he might be out here in California soon. There's rumblings he might be in uh, St. Louis soon. So there's all kinds of places that uh, you know Scion will be bringing the national championship to in the near future. Uh, hey, Kukushi, Kukushi just jumped on, uh, but we don't know this for for any intensive purposes of. Uh, you know, why, why is this match happening? But anyways, the match starts off pretty quickly where Sion takes it to both members of now. And it's it's kind of like, oh, crap, here it goes. He's going to beat these guys. He takes it to both members of when? Of now. Of now? What's happening now? <laughs> I thought it was then. Is then now? When is then going to be now? Now is right, only yeah. then. When it's now. So is it going to be now soon? No. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was trying to make the show entertaining. Well, you had your normal level of success. <laughs> Shit. Oh, man. Go back oh. to being blurry, DK. Oh, there you go. <laughs> All I wanted to do was talk NWA. What? Why am I being punished here? That's, blame the boomer. You're you're bored. Oh, uh, you're I already being punished. You have to watch the NWA. I was an accident. Um, okay. What's that now? Nothing. All right. Oh. This is going to make for good listening. He was when you're listening, just let me know that you enjoyed the show. So now what are we talking about? <laughs> okay, so now, yes, yes, now <laughs> is what we're talking about. Yes, I like that band. Let's talk about yes. So who won? No, so, who is not on, on first? Who is not on first? <laughs> but as soon as Sion goes... Well, uh, who won, right? No, the now one. <laughs> now? Who won now? So, are you sure now won, or did yeah. who win? And did no. who win now? Now win. Oh, man. Now, <laughs> when now, did now win? Now who are two, one. So now what do we do? <laughs> I don't know if this is entertaining or not, but I promise you it's better than the show was. 100% was better than the show. That's not uh, that's not even up for debate. Um, so, yeah, so Scion takes it to uh, Vic Delicious, and I can't remember the other guy's name off the top of my head. Uh, you know, but as soon as um, 
Sion uh, kind of has a stumble and his knee kind of buckles on him. Uh, the, the tag team that he Sion is facing take advantage of that weakness and they really start targeting that uh, injured knee. Uh, so much so that, uh, you know, uh, Sion has to roll out of the ring to kind of collect himself. And at that point, as his father, his manager, his mentor, Austin Idol, the first NWA national champion, uh, tells the current national champion that it's not worth it. And they walk out for a disqualified uh, count out. Uh, so the now win. DK, what were your thoughts on Sion's defeat? I didn't really look at his feet punch. Uh, honestly, this didn't make any sense to me, and I spent most of the time with this look on my face. Girl, same. And I, the match didn't make any sense. The end didn't make any sense. I they didn't further anybody. So I don't know what the plan was here other than making Austin Idol look like an idiot. And maybe that was the plan. I don't know. So I suppose this is supposed to help set up the eventual Idol-Sion split when we find out that Idol's not really his daddy, that, uh, you know, it's Kevin Douglas. We all knew that. So. I thought it was Ricky Morton. That might hit too close to home in the world. Maybe it's Robert Gibson. Uh, I understand Ricky Morton has more little oh. Mortons around the country than there are little Gibsons around. Isn't there? Uh, isn't there one of the? Um, uh, I can't remember her name, but one of the politicians right now who thinks that Stan Lane's her her father. Yes. Yes. Something Bieberter or something like that. Yeah, Justina Bieberter. I don't know. James, it's funny that you mentioned the Who because last night my uh, wife uh, was out and she came home and I greeted her outside and that was what she was rocking in the truck was uh, the Who that uh, the song they do with Jacoby Shattuck from um, whatever band he's in. <laughs> I mentioned that you two have been sipping on whiskey. And Luthez said, sipping. Uh, we sip like a Freebird does. <laughs> uh, and then James H. Jackson says, the NWA, we don't make any sense. And they might even say that sense or sense, C-E-N-T-S, because I don't know how any of this draws money. If if this was my first time tuning into the NWA, it would also be the last time I tuned into the NWA. Now, of course, they ended the show with a terrific, amazing match that I already saw at the NWA 74th anniversary, night number two, when you put the the uh, Max Impaler, the non-binary nightmare, in the ring against Camille for the Women's World Heavyweight Champ, not Heavyweight, Women's World Championship, the Burke, if you will. And it was an excellent match. One of my favorite matches of the entire pay-per-view. And I think uh, we talked about that at length after the pay-per-view, how great that match was, how, how exciting it was to see uh, a different look for Camille where she wasn't the dominant force in the ring. Great way to end the show, but everything else leading up to it was just subpar. Um, the opener of the show was just okay. I did like Rhett Titus and and uh, and uh, Beastie, say, 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 say. It was a uh, Styles Clash. It was fun. 
the the six the uh, eight man tag or whatever you want to call it the strange bedfellows match was absolute horse shit, and uh, the two on one handicap match, billing it as a main event and ended so like so poorly, uh, I just don't get it. And I you know I understand these are some of the uh, throwaway shows you know, but at the same time like you're establishing a new audience every time you put out a show. This goes on YouTube. It goes on. Uh, it goes on fight, and some people pay for it. Some people wait for it on YouTube. But there's a new audience that are always being exposed to your product. And if you put out something so subpar, how do you expect people to continue to watch it? Well, that's why there aren't throwaway shows. I mean, for them there are most of them, as a matter of fact. But uh, you always got to present your best. And these power surges were better when they were more interviews and uh, maybe recaps with a you know couple of matches between low mid card guys. And now they're now they're kind of that carny world stupidity thing. Yeah. And it's, it's like they have brought Carney World back. They just call them Power Surges now, and they host them. And I suppose it's one of those things where when the Fixers did the first one and everybody thought, oh, that's so neat or that's so cool, they thought, oh, wow, people like that. Let's do more. And then it's like, yeah, that was kind of like a one-time thing. It was neat because it was fresh, it was different, and the guys were funny. All the others have been bad. And it's it's not like there isn't a whole wealth of content to pull back from. Like, look, I get it, right? Like, they just don't have enough time on these tapings to stretch out till hard times three. So you get this, you know, just thrown together, you know, menagerie of pro wrestling. And some of it's going to be good. Some of it's going to be bad. But it is what it is. But it's like. You know, they did several pay-per-views before they were on power. There's, like, matches from, from you know, remember, the NWA, the NWA's been around for five years now, or four years now, uh, under Billy Corgan. Uh, all those shows that they did, the, the 70th anniversary show, they have, you know, matches to pull from. They have the, the pop-up event that they have matches to pull from. They had the Crockett Cup in 2019 to pull from. They had like matches from Always Ready, the Crockett Cup 2022. They could have pulled from uh, Hard Times one, two. They could have pulled matches from that. You you had to pull a match out of the most recent pay per view to to kind of give you a, a happy good feeling at the end. But like, why not just pull a couple of matches from you know the first season of Power? Give us an idea of what the past of this of this NWA was. There's so many things they could have done. That would have been entertaining, but nothing of tonight was. I, you know, except for, again, I, I, I will say, Bastia versus Rat Titus was a fun match, but everything else was kind of like uh, what it didn't, oh, it didn't hit. It was a waste of time. But look, if you need to stretch out things, what if? What if instead of pretty empowered, you had. Joe Galley and Ty Valkyrie 
host a show and they went over the history of the women's title since Billy took over. Yeah, hey, that would have been an amazing idea. You know, you could show a clip of when Jazz held the title. You can show a clip of, you know, it doesn't have to be the full matches, but you can show a clip of uh, Allison K winning it. Show a match from, well, I would assume they'd be able to show a match with Thunder Rosa. You know, you know, with the title or, you know, her confrontation with Molina or something like that. Uh, Bring back the drums. Right. (laughs) Bring back the drums. Show uh, Serena Deeb. Yeah. And her and, you know, and then show Camille, you know, show highlights of Camille in, in first match between her and Taya. I mean, you would have a theme. You would have matches that people haven't seen recently, except for you know the the Taya Camille one. And you don't have to show the entire matches. You just have to show the clips or the endings, and then you talk about you know these great women who've held the title and have Medusa there and blah. This have Medusa there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's such a great idea. And 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 likewise, they could do the same thing with the TV title with Joe Galley and the Pope. And you could do the same thing with the tag titles with, uh, well, that that one's a little bit more problematic. Um, well, I mean, you you can do challengers. It doesn't have to be the champion. Yeah. Or I mean, okay, we. Beat the drum about Ricky Morton. Who better to do a tag thing than Ricky Morton? Jesus, you're right. You're right. I mean, that would be using Ricky Morton the way Ricky Morton should be used. I think we call this a flashback episode. Sure. We got to have somebody in a coma and everybody talking about all the good times they had. (laughs) But, you know, it's only five years worth of history. But, yeah, you would think they would be able to theme it in. I realize you can only do it like once every so often. They have a lot of pay-per-view. But you can theme things. You can look at an individual's career in the NWA. You don't have, you know, it doesn't have to be every title. Just, hey, we're going to sit down with... Homicide. You know, Homicide and, you know, talk about his career in general and show clips of... Hell, putting matches with him and Kingston on TV, on YouTube... That would grab people's attention. Right now, Kingston's kind of a hot commodity. His transparency about his mental health, what he's done in uh, in AEW, whether you like the guy or not, he's he's kind of a one of those hot button guys. And when if I'm flipping through channels and I see Eddie Kingston on it, I'm gonna sit there and watch at least see what it's about. So I mean, the big thing is they they there is something they can do to help stretch these out. Without it being stupid, yeah, they have footage from Texas from from um, Paul Bosch. I don't know how much they can actually use of that, to be quite honest. Billy claims he can use it. All right, have Ricky Morton show some of his matches from Texas when he was a youngster, working for Southwest Championship Wrestling. I mean, that was what seventy-five years ago. <laughs> 
Well, they had just invented the TV. Probably. <laughs> now let's all go home. Well, I mean, look, we, we finished early tonight because there wasn't a whole lot to talk about. Um, you know, uh, we I do believe that there's some interesting things that are coming up. Like I said, I'm excited about the TV title having a new champion. Um, I'm excited to see uh, the fallout from Camille and Taya in Mexico. Um, we'll have to wait and kind of see on some of the other things. So, Jay. Yeah. I don't know. That's really all I had. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so, so what's going on now? Now it's bedtime. Oh, no. Not that again. Well, I'm tired. I won't go to bed. <laughs> Not now. Maybe later. Well, just because it's only like, what, 6.30 out there? Yeah. Well, hey, then I guess it, now's a good time to wrap things up. I think we covered it. I don't know. We don't really have much else to talk about. So we're going to call it an early night, an unusual early night for the Alliance guys. Uh, but I do give you all your time back from all the times that our two-hour show ran two and a half. Back <laughs> when our one-hour show used to run two fifteen. <laughs> there it is. Oh, now see now DK's coughing. Now we have to end the show. Um, uh, James H. Jackson says he heard in twenty twenty three they're going to tape more often. I hope they do, but like do it wisely. I mean, I guess that's asking for a lot. Uh, Jaden, we already talked about what's happening uh, tomorrow night in rustic Glassboro, New Jersey. Uh, but do you want to plug some more of the Dangerous Adrenaline Wrestling Gladiators on social media and all that fun stuff? Yeah. Follow us on social media. <laughs> and while you're at it, I do notice there's four new matches that have been updated. They're going to go live on Saturday. And also... Dangerous Adrenaline Wrestling Gladiators is going to talk about what's not only happened on um, coming tomorrow, but also upcoming things like their event on Saturday night, August 23rd at the Max Fit Sports Center, located 240 Delcy Drive South in beautiful uptown. Rustic. Glassboro, New Jersey. Oh, my throat hurts. Wrestling.com. Follow that for your number one source of everything in Dangerous Adrenaline Wrestling Gladiators. And follow our YouTube page and like, share, and subscribe. Everybody, I dare you, share us. I know there's uh, Willie, share us, or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you watch more ty- The Best of Tyrus. <laughs> uh, DK, uh, if folks want to follow you on the socials, how, how can they go about that? Well... First thing they should do is uh, call their Don't. psychiatrist and get their <laughs> med- medication levels checked. All right, fair enough. And then after that, they should probably go to Twitter and look for at BKMFWTX, where recently, more than anything, I've been retweeting things. Uh, you'll also get some of my political views occasionally, some looks at other combat sports, such as MMA, boxing, and like I said, politics. And occasionally you'll see royalty stuff pop up there. So they released the death certificate of the queen. 
where they gave her name, uh, her full name as, you know, Elizabeth Alexandra Mary. And then under occupation, it was Her Majesty the Queen. So it's like, you know, that's the type that we all need there, right there. <laughs> Real quick, um, I forgot to do this earlier. I do want to mention the uh, the untimely passing of Dan Masters, who uh, had been the voice of various promotions in Southern California, including Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, as well as Women of Wrestling. He also uh, used to work for Dusty Rhodes Turnbuckle Championship Wrestling, kind of been like a, a, an associate, an affiliate of a Rob Van Dam. Um, he is a guy who lived life to the fullest, always had a kind thing to say, was always very polite and cordial with me. Uh, be lying to say that we were friends, but uh, I thought highly of him and all of our interactions were always positive. Unfortunately, uh, on a trip to San Salvador, he was in an automobile accident and passed away yesterday. And uh, so my thoughts and prayers are with his family, his friends. Um, you know, I know that he enjoyed the he enjoyed life to its fullest and uh, very sad to see him go. He was a young man uh, far too early, but, uh, you know, uh, well, he'll be missed. And I did want to say that before we end the show. Uh, but that's going to do it for us. Uh, we'll be back here on Tuesday with uh, the pre-party. You can pre-party. join us. You can join us on Wednesday with the other Alliance guys. And until next time, we will. Until then. What's that? Until then. Until then, you'll see us at the matches. Have a good night now. Thanks for joining the stream. This has been a presentation of Alliance-Wrestling.com. We genuinely appreciate your support. Would you consider subscribing so you'll never miss a future episode? I'd also like to remind you we do a live stream every Tuesday at 5 p.m. before NWA Power. You can find us on social media at The Alliance Blog. And until next time, we are The Alliance.